pencils, El Pensarino, if you're not into that whole brevity thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really held the pencil box together. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 24 of the Erasable Podcast. This week we're finishing up our series on paper, and we're going to be talking about large format journals, notebooks, and notepads. I'm one of your co-hosts, Tim, from the Writing Arsenal, and I'm joined by two dudes that definitely tie this virtual room together, Andy and Johnny. Guys, how's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Awesome. Pause. Johnny? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I was going to think of an good. awesome Big Lebowski quote, but I could yeah. not think of anything that was, you know, would not require us to put on the explicit tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the walrus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> walrus. The whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody drinking a white Russian? Oh, oh, I wish I would have had to buy all the ingredients ahead of time, so it wasn't up for it. Yeah. I've That's it. I don't really do dairy <laughs> products in my alcohol. I just, I just don't, I just don't do that. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. A little <laughs> like count. Feels like it's against the nature of alcohol to add dairy yeah. to it, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Well, this week we're talking about paper, which I'm excited to bring this. Well, not excited for it to end, but excited for to bring it to a conclusion. Uh, we're going to be talking about the big, big notebooks, which is one of my favorite subjects. But uh, before we get into that, let's start it off as we always do with the tools of the trade. Johnny, why don't you start us out? Well, I'm drinking something called the Rainmaker, which is constituted of four ounces of melted snow, two ounces liquid smoke. Two ounces marshmallow vodka, which I hope isn't really real, and one <laughs> bald eagle feather for garnish. This is what Chip typed in, which I think is hilarious. So I, I didn't want to delete it. But I'm really having a Cronenborg 1664 France's finest lager because my stomach hurts and lagers are good for your stomach. <laughs> you know, my doctor has said that. He said, you know, as long as it's lighter than a Coke, you're, you're, you're good. <laughs> Um, and I'm writing with a paintbrush and gray paint made from burned $50 bills and water because <laughs> I am loaded. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. pencil no, design, man. All that blogging money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the AdSense comes in like twice a year. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm writing with uh, a brand new Norris school pencil, which is just yummy. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Andy? Um, I'm drinking a delicious drink called a Boom Chicka. Uh, that is two ounces cinnamon whiskey, two ounces Bailey's, two hard-boiled eggs, halved and frozen, a dollop of mayo and paprika for garnish. Another <laughs> drink, another <laughs> another drink that Tim invented for me. I, this is uh, getting out it's of delicious. control, guys. Yeah. I just uh... it's, it's inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I'm actually, try one of these. <laughs> I'm actually drinking. Um, before I have said that I am not a gin and tonic fan, and I I have learned the error of my ways. Um, turns out i just have not been drinking the right gin uh mm. we went to uh about a month ago we went to this distillery in alameda called saint george's distillery and uh we got some some gin and various things from there uh, and they have something called the terroir gin um which they make out of uh various flavors from like the landscape i guess <laughs> so it tastes less like juniper which i think is what i don't like and more like something much fresher and and I guess more refreshing and clean like I think most people taste when they taste gin. Uh I just just as always to me tasted like 
I don't know, like gasoline or something. I just haven't liked it. Uh, but this like, is it's not just shrub shrub liquor. Yeah, yeah. This is just yeah. <laughs> this is super good. It's really, really, <laughs> really smooth and uh, just mix it with tonic and some lime, and it's super good. So we've been drinking these a lot. Making uh, me thirsty. Yeah, uh, I'm writing with, according to Tim, uh, a '90s Philadelphia 76ers foil wrap pencil with a missing ferrule, which. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually writing with something I think is equally, <laughs> equally crappy. Um, after Johnny mentioned the Ticonderoga golf pencils last week or last time that's, um, they have it office max. I went out and bought a pack. They still had some. And in fact, Johnny, they were ringing up at $3 there, which is really weird instead of a, <laughs> a instead of a penny. Yeah, mine um, are worth every penny. Yeah, you know, well, penny, my, kind of. Mine are. <laughs> I don't know if mine are worth the three dollars, but it's definitely not worth the. What was the original price? Like thirteen dollars. Yeah, I was eyeing them up on Amazon for like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, bucks. they're really cute, like little tiny eraser, little tiny ferrule, but they're just crappy quality. Like the the graphite in here is not good. Um, I, I like to think that at the office max that Johnny went to. They gave it to him for a penny, and then the system recognized that, and by the time <laughs> the next batch was bought by someone in San Francisco <laughs> named Andy, they had figured it out, they're so like, it's like directly connected no. to each other. Like, <laughs> they're connecting the it's pieces. It's like cause and effect, like you're the only two people who bought those. And like, so if someone named Tim Wassum like, goes to an office max, it's going to be like $60 next time. Yeah, we've got your number now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forgot about office Ours max. is already closed, so I'm out of luck, yeah. Yeah, ours. The one out here is is still open and doesn't seem to have any like indications on the surface that it's closing. But there's a lot of stuff on clearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, depressing. Yeah, Tim, what are you drinking and riding with? Well, I'm not a high roller like you guys, so <laughs> I'm just <laughs> nothing fancy. I'm just drinking uh, my my favorite. It's actually my favorite beer, which I've had before on the show, which is the Highland Brewing uh, Devil's Bridges IPA. And I am writing with a Cedar Point number one. You must have I run just, out of uh, the... Got, got from Notegeist. Hmm. You must have run out of the marshmallow vodka over the weekend, so you didn't have any left. I finished it off this morning, you know, <laughs> while watching Land Before Time with my son and Snow Day, you know. That's awesome. Got a little crazy. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I skipped lunch today, so by the end of this, I'll probably be a little loopy. <laughs> Well, I got something to look forward to then. Yeah, worst things have happened. Let's take it off the rails. It's not as crazy <laughs> as our episode with Anna, I think. Oh yeah, just went for like four hours. <laughs> I had to sleep that one off. <laughs> podcast hangover. Yeah, right. Sure, from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was epic. That was that was a memorable night. But... <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's jump into the pencil of the week. Uh, this week we chose to uh, we wanted to l- look at something different. We hadn't really touched uh, a European pencil in a while or a German pencil in a while, so uh, we decided to talk about the Staedtler. Uh, Johnny, you can correct my pronunciation, but Staedtler. 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 <laughs> Norris Staedtler. HB, uh, also known as the Norris School pencil. So, uh, Johnny, I think we're going to start with you because this I. I I know, considering you gave me mine, that this pencil holds a special place in your uh, little German heart. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm giving this <laughs> pencil an A. I give it an A. 
and I don't mm. know why, because it's not very nice. And in a given dozen, three of them are pretty crappy. The paint's done badly, or they're broken, but I just really like this pencil. Hmm. Like, I like the idea that there's a, a um, budget pencil that has a double end, end dip, and the color scheme is perfect. The colors of the German flag, which is always cool. <laughs> and it's just cool. It's it's great pencil. I really like it. I just wish that they would market it to us in the U.S. because we'd like to give them money and to get these pencils for it. Yeah, I love the idea of like little school children using this this pencil. Yeah, uh, we have like junk. I wonder if they're that uh, like that common. You know. Yeah, I. I, have uh, no idea. I yeah, just like the just like the aesthetics of it. I think it's beautiful. All of these Staedtlers are really really pretty like the mars lumographs are just like that blue is so great um and like the oh what is it called the the red and the black one the tradition the tradition yeah that one's uh that one's super cool looking yeah i, I just like you said I, I really love that end dip uh that double end dip um actually i had my follow-up which i guess i can talk about now um there is a video uh that tj cosgrove posted in the group um where they just like it's it's kind of like what how it's made video and uh it's it's funny because it's like clearly a statler like promotional video because they're like all throughout the process statler takes quality into i don't know i'm just making things up it's it's kind of half marketing and half just like cool how it's made video and i just love when they just dip the pencil like in the two different the two different paints it's super cool so there'll be a link to that in show notes I, uh, speaking of show notes, uh, Tim, where can one go to find the show notes? You can find the show notes for today's show at erasable.us slash 24. 24. Guys, mm-hmm. we're coming up into a year almost. Goodness. We should have a party. That's wild. We should. We should do a <clears throat> Kickstarter to get everybody <laughs> to get us all together in one place. What a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Just come up, come, come up with that at the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> No, anyhow, um, yeah, I, I, I like the, you know, the performance uh, performance of it pretty well. Um, I somewhere I have a Norris with an eraser on the end of it, which I, I guess I prefer. Um, I prefer eraser to pencils, but man, that end that end dip is so beautiful. Yeah, I I kind of br- when I was coming up with my score and just kind of what I thought about it, I broke it down into some categories, and if I was grading it just on the looks. Uh, it would be an A plus because I think it's just looks awesome. Um, the the weird image that came into my head all the time actually because I, I wrote up a review to post on uh, on the site tomorrow uh, thanks to the snow day yeah. and the <laughs> the the thought that was going through my head was a bumblebee with a bloody stinger which is really like <laughs> gross specific um good album cover (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah uh but i yeah visually a plus i think it looks awesome it's one of the best looking pencils out there i think uh but similar to andy uh the one i have with the the feral i like i like better one with the racer it was mostly a weighting thing this one's just too light which i guess also comes from the wood the type of wood is it what is it basswood or something probably Um, white fur white pine white fur Okay, but it's just it's just a little little light for me, um, and you know it's not a. I assume it's a pretty cheap pencil there, um, so it's for what it is. It's pretty great. It's a solid B for me. It's what the the grade that I gave. It's just just a little too light, and 
uh, you know, it, it, I think it stays from what I've tried. It stays true to the the like German lead hardness scale. Its yeah. HB is a little harder than our HB, and which just it generally isn't usually my thing. But yeah. but it does write really nicely. So I do I do like it. But it's just a little. I have I guess I have too soft of a touch to really um, like it a whole lot. So but I respect it. So I give it a B. Cool. I would go with. Yeah. I'd probably go right in between an A minus. I I really like the aesthetics and. I generally, I think I skew a little bit toward the harder side of the scale than Tim and Johnny usually do. So, um, yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it around an A, A minus. Yeah, I find this pencil works really, really well on crappy paper, which yeah. you can't say have a lot of HBs. It doesn't shear off like yeah. a Dixon would, mm. and it's not invisible like a Faber Castell would be. So, so yes. super. Uh, Super gross, like loose leaf paper that school kids get. Yeah, poor kids. At least they get <laughs> nice pencils. Yeah, that's actually something I was thinking about. Like we we're ending we're ending the paper series here, but we haven't talked about like loose leaf paper yet. We'll have to get drunk for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I hardly ever <laughs> hey, use I loose leaf. This composition book and it's so crappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta do something to make that fun. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, can, can, so I guess we, can we buy the Norris like just off the shelf anywhere nah, in, not in, in the here US. in the U S okay. No, but you can go to Staples in England and just buy a big tube of them. Bums. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why the Wopex, uh, wait, is that Statler, right? Yep. I'm having a brain fart. Yeah. Wopex makes the same, is made by the same company, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, I was breaking up a little. Um, okay, I was having a brain fart, but I wonder why those are available here, but like nothing else has made the jump. Besides, like I've just seen the Wopex and the Norica, basically. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they they think enough Americans have a conscience uh, a conscience to buy an eco pencil <laughs> or guilt. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's a generous generous uh, assumption, but. I like yeah. to th- I like to think that <laughs> the anti environmental <laughs> pencils are like in those old. Um, Looney Tunes where like the factory takes a like an entire tree trunk and like grinds <laughs> it down to a toothpick. I like to think they do yeah. that for pencils like Meah. Isn't there there's a Simpsons episode that's like the same thing where they take a whole tree and they grind it down to one bowling pin. Yeah. And, like every time a every every time you knock down a bowling pin it just like goes into this like field in the back the back of the bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> How American. Uh-huh. So I guess we I guess we average out somewhere around an A minus, which is a good yeah, good group score B plus A minus somewhere in there. It's not too bad. That's a solid score for a for a, such a humble humble pencil. So yeah. that was you, good. I was glad we got to talk about that one. I've been wanting to use that one a little more. Would you put this in your sem, your semi cheap category, Johnny? I don't know because to get them from to get them in the U.S. they're not that cheap unless you get very lucky. Usually I wind up paying like eight or nine dollars a dozen. Yeah, I have I have another thought that's unrelated. Gotcha. But uh, the the one thing that I decided on today uh, for the the Norris is that it will fit and look really awesome in my black twist bullet pencil. So. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Then you have to cut off that, that sweet happen. end tip. It's true, but you could cut it off and make earrings. I would do that. Put some lacquer on there. <laughs> 
don't just, really just one of them though tim <laughs> just pierced pierce, i'll do it yeah tim just pierce one of your ears and just like have a pencil hanging from it that's badass make some like cufflinks or something yeah <laughs> <sighs> my brother's getting married so no, i don't think he'd wear that <laughs> <laughs> all right well how about we get into some fresh points excellent yay uh johnny why don't you start us out well i don't want to be contentious to our friends at like fountain pens but for those of us who live on the east coast right now if you go outside fountain pens not gonna work dude <laughs> so you know you might want to carry a pencil because they work in the snow so do space pens but you know you lose those you can lose your pencil it's okay pencils are russian space pens yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of awesomeness on the East Coast, from today I got a package from John Fontaine from Metal Shop, Connecticut, maker of the very, very famous um, Twist Bullet Pencil. I emailed John a couple weeks ago after I reviewed that really cool mechanical pencil that was made of raw aluminum to ask him if they would ever make a raw aluminum twist because it felt really cool. If you're not familiar with anodization i don't i mean i'm not either but apparently the the aluminum one is not naked it's got some sort of coating on it which makes it smooth and this one's not smooth it's warm hmm. so john had one laying around which he sold me and i'm very very happy to have because i just want to this one like looks it looks like it wants to be beaten up hmm. so i rolled it across the floor a couple times to try to scratch it up throw which, it at your kids hey no, give me a beer sharp point <laughs> get off my cough now so um, John said that if they, if there was enough interest, this might be something they could do one day. Hmm. So if folks are interested, email him. Maybe they can get those made. Cause it's really, really cool. It has a really um, low specific heat. It was in my mailbox for a while, so it was super cold. And I held it for a second. It got very warm. Like, hmm. I like this. Which is not to say I don't like my other bullet pencil, but this one, I don't know, it looks a little more rugged. And oh. can, we, can we say badass on here? You can say badass. Badass. <laughs> I really want one of the ones that are, um, are have kind of like the, it's almost like a rainbow like oil shine oil sheen finish. Have oh, you seen yeah, the ones that are like torched or whatever? Yeah, I don't know how they do them, but the, a lot of like fancy tempered knives look like that. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that with their um, up and L knives. There's a whole culture of people that are a subset of fans or whatever. It's not offensive for me to say um, that do really cool stuff like that to their knives, like use some sort of chemical etching and hmm. make them. Oh, that's cool. Pretty cool. Mine just looks like it was in my pocket. <laughs> I'm not one of the cool kids. Yeah. Um, another fresh point is we had the second round of the father son pencil rankings from Stephen Watts, which was less contentiously received than last time. <laughs> last time, everybody was, or not everyone, there were a lot of people that were very upset that they picked the Staedtler Norica as their top pencil, which is, you know, it's just human. Everybody wants other people to like what they like. Yeah. So, but keep it civil, folks. Keep it civil. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Their personal rankings. How could it be Norica? (laughs) Just, just, just my opinion, man. (laughs) But um, as as a thank you for putting it up, Stephen sent me a brass comb wedge. So thank you, Stephen. Like super happy about that. I forgot about it for some reason. I wasn't sleeping, and I, you know, opened an envelope without looking at who it was from, and it dropped on my hand. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Angels went off in the dining room. It was awesome. Speaking of of wedges, have you guys seen um, in the group somebody posted a picture of the new Shinola pencil wedge? It has no. like yeah. it has yeah. like five five different size holes in it. It's, oh, that thing! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks Tim, like a flute. 
It does. Tim, you're the one with a Shinola, right? A notebook? I have the notebook, yeah, the black notebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to check out one of these one of these Shinola pencil sharpeners. I don't think I've seen a Shinola pencil. I'll have to look on their website. They they, they do have one. Um, okay. Last time I checked, it wasn't. It was one of those things where I think it was announced, but it wasn't available yet or something like that. Mm. Uh, but they're, they're real, just simple. They look like they were probably made. Um, probably Musgrave. They kind of have a Mus- Musgrave vibe to them. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, I see it. Okay, the public supply pencils. I'll post a link to this in show notes. <gasps> Ooh, this has a cool like lightning bolt. Let me post a link to you guys. <laughs> this is very. Oh man, I want these. I want these real bad. Uh, Johnny, did you have? Did you have any more? Any more? Uh, I have one more. Um, I I've, I've never written a review of this pencil and. I feel like I should, but I'm seriously in love with the Kimberly B from General's Pencil Company, or the Kimberly in grade B, which I posted about recently on my blog because I was too lazy to do anything, and it was from Instagram. So then your uh, wife comes up and is like, uh, who's Kimberly? Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Kimberly's <laughs> in my hideous. neighborhood. <laughs> is she ugly? Yes, honey. Okay. <laughs> no. no, actually, the Kimberly is beautiful, the dark green, the, yeah. the gold cap on the end. Which I like to rub in that little notch under my nose after I've shaved. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like I should wax more intellectual about that, but yeah, it's perfect. So if you're in an art what, shop, get a Kimberly B before the prices go up. What is, well, so what, what's perfect about it? It's hard to explain perfection. <laughs> <laughs> what is perfection, really? It's got that the lovely darkness. It holds a point. It doesn't smear. It's pretty. It's 90 cents, which is really nice. Yeah. But apparently, General's prices are going up. Uh-oh. Which I don't think that's a secret. So yeah. if people want to stock up some Generals, man, hurry up. Do it. Well, I no, did. Nobody's listening, so their secret's not out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but that's about all I've got to ramble about. How about you, Andy? Um... So we we talked about um we talked about this a little bit before but um there was a uh pencil video um that TJ Cosgrove posted of the uh how they make the Statler Norris um and it was it's fascinating like the the images that they have um and and there have been similar videos before I think there's one that was on how it's made um where the um it's kind of famous because the gift somebody made a gif out of the pencil rolling down the drum sharpener um, but this just has a yeah. This just has a few more few more shots, um, and of course, whenever I watch one of those, I just kind of fall into the rabbit hole of like other how it's made videos. Um, I watched a really cool one. It's the um, the Statler eraser that has a blue end, it has a white end and a blue end, and the blue end is for like erasing ballpoint pen, which actually doesn't do a very good job. Um, <laughs> but it's cool to watch that too. They they add in the grit. They they put everything in. So um, I'll post the link to that in show notes. Oh, I want to see that one. Yeah. Um, And then uh, somebody asked, and I I had it in my notes, and I apologize because I don't remember the original message. Somebody wanted to know how the Statler stack up um, to the U.S. pencils. And I think it was, was it Thorsten? Thorsten? No, it wasn't. I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry, whoever it was. Um, So I was actually going to ask you about that, Johnny, just because I know you have a better grasp on most of the Statler pencils than at least me. Mm -hmm. So kind of looking at it holistically, like the, 
Mars Lumograph and the Norica and the Norris and the Tradition, um, how do they stack up to pencils generally that are made in the U.S.? Made in the U.S.? Hmm. Or even just a U.S. marketed pencils, maybe. Like the company is based know. in the U.S. I feel like we should like pick a brand. Like stack them against, I don't know, Dixon. Um, like well, I don't know something. if that's a good comparison. Yeah. Sorry, Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think... Yeah, we can we can do Dixon. That's kind of like the iconic American brand. Yeah, I think Dixon versus the Norris. I feel like the Ticonderoga is actually a better writer, but hmm. it's definitely not as pretty yeah. as the the Norris, the you know the regular Ticonderoga. But for drawing pencils, I don't know. That, that's tough. I would compare like I guess Generals to Statler, hmm. and I don't know. I really like the Kimberly for drawing a lot. I mean, not that I do a lot of drawing, but as a drawing pencil, I really like them. Yeah. I really want to like the Mars because it's so pretty, but I don't like the drawing pencils. This bleh. Yeah. They're, they're blah. They're heavy. It's blah. hard It's hard to compare Ticonderoga to Statler's just because the, like, that yellow pencil with the green ferrule is just, like, so iconic over here. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard to compare just because it's such an iconic yellow pencil. Yeah, they're having, they're doing something weird lately. They're, every pack you get is different. Um, and William Min said that the 18 pack I sent him had several different lead variations in there, which is really disappointing. Hmm. Sucks. How did he, how did he test that? I just pulled a bunch out and wrote with them. They were the pre-sharpened bunch, but they were from China and usually the Chinese ones are yeah. a little nicer. But 17 different lead variations? That's oh, not, not 17. I mean, a few. I don't know how many. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. There were only 18 in the, in the box. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that that's some like scientific testing if you figure that out. Yeah. But the, lately, some of them are cedar. Some of them aren't cedar. Some of them are glossy. Some of them are matte. Some say soft. Some don't. Man, for an iconic pencil, you guys aren't being very consistent. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was between the the pencil video and the Statler how they stack up to US pencils. That's really all I had this this week in Fresh Points. How about you, Tim? Uh, well, first thing I was going to mention is that uh, we were all sort of minorly reached out to by uh, a fellow who's starting uh, who's in the group um, whose uh, name is Harrison. And he's starting a new podcast that's mm. called Hands On, uh, which. Uh, called the hands-on podcast and the twitter account is at hands podcast uh but it says a place for lovers of the analog arts and my way of sharing my adventures in the world of pens pencils paper and edc so hmm. uh, i just thought i'd kind of give him a, a shout out just just starting up he's done a, a few posts and a kind of test run podcast uh whatever you want to call it, just kind of like an, kind of like an episode zero sort of thing, a real short um, test run. So hmm. uh, it's, it's nice to have another person in the uh, community putting something up for us all to enjoy. So hopefully, uh, I just wanted to wish him luck and you know, hope that that goes well. So we will defeat check it out. you. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. That was Andrew. It's not a combination. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a contest. Guys. It's yeah, not I'm a really podcast, but we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a hands-on podcast.wordpress.com. So good luck, Harrison. Yeah. Um, uh, the other thing I was going to mention was I got a, which I kind of mentioned earlier, but got an order from Notegeist uh, today. It was an exciting thing to happen in the midst of a, 
uh, a snowy, icy day, and I got some General Cedar Point number one pencils. Boom. Uh, yeah, which I was real excited about uh, getting uh, because I like the Cedar Point as is, but as I, I feel like a broken record, but talk about this all the time on the show, but my preference lands in like the B2B range. Um, so it, it was a little little hard for my like general use, and so I thought it would be something that would fit more into my like daily writing category. Uh, and it still might, but it's not as soft as I was expecting, which I was a little disappointed, but it's still... Uh, I still like it. So, uh, what, Johnny, you have some. What, what are your thoughts about this? Yeah, we were talking about this before. I feel like it's not any darker than the number two, but it's considerably smoother. Hmm. And I like that it has a number one on it. <laughs> <laughs> when people are like, one. the number two pen, so what about the number one? We can just send him a picture of this one. We're number one! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, so get, I, was, I have to get some of those. Yeah, well, I'll I'd be happy to send you send you a couple in our mm. next my next care package. Sure, because um, I've got I've got a whole dozen and I've got a few other pencils lying around. So, did I tell you, Tim, that uh, like a, a cleaning person at work like stole your pencils? What that I was going to send ones? to you? No, they they didn't steal them. But remember, I went to that the Mido shop and picked you up some pencils. Uh, I left them sitting in the paper bag and I had them sitting on my keyboard. Um. And uh, like they, I think somebody thought that they were um, trash, so they just like all of a sudden they were gone. They were sitting in like a crumpled paper bag, so that was totally my fault. Uh, so I need to pick you up some more and send them to you. No problem, no problem. Yeah. That's it, I was. It made me uh, worry if that was the status of pencils these days. That you see them on a desk and you're like, wait, those aren't supposed to be here. Those must be garbage. <laughs> Get rid of those. <laughs> just rake them over into the <laughs> trash can. So uh, <laughs> literally set them on fire. Yeah. <laughs> just, they actually like broke them into several pieces, like getting rid of a old credit card or something. Like, this is a, I can't leave this around. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, other new pencil that I, uh, I just, just got, which we had, I, th- I think we had talked about last week uh, between the, the two or uh, the three of us, but uh, I ordered some Tombow Mono pencils which the only time i'd ever ordered those were um i got some hb mono 100s which were like i remember those were one of my first kind of big pencil buys as far as like the pricier pencils and it was really uh, exciting and I, I still love those but i wanted to get a, a 2b and i think my original reason for wanting the 2b is that it was on that uh, post uh for the love of a black wing and the black wing pages like all those pencils that compare that he was uh mm. saying compared to the the original black wing and the mono 100 2b was on there and then just over the over time i've kind of figured out or at least i've decided that i'm pretty sure that the the difference between the mono and the mono 100 are mostly uh aesthetic yeah uh, that they're the core and the you know the the important parts of the pencil i think are um, are basically the same. I do think the Mono 100 looks better, but writing experience, I think, is the same. And so I got some uh, Mono 2Bs, and I got them on Amazon. They're like nine bucks for for a dozen. Really? So I was, uh, it was a, yeah, a dozen Mono 2Bs for nine dollars. So I, I had to jump on it. So sure. real, real happy about that, um, and really excited to be using them. So I've been using that that one uh, over the last couple days on some things, nice. and the last last fresh point I had is that I decided a couple days ago to uh, officially 
go to the Atlanta Pen Show for the big, the big pen addict meetup, and I am so excited. I'm jealous. Go. I, I feel like this is uh, in our little stationary world. This is the like, you know, people are just like walking in like on foot from different parts of the country to pay homage to something. Like, yeah. I need to show up with a gift or something. We <laughs> um, should put together some uh, some pencils we think Mike Hurley would like just because uh, <laughs> yeah. like when I when I went on talking about pencils, he he just didn't he just didn't get the get the pencil appeal. I think Brad does. Yeah, there was um, a uh, there was a definite uh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh yeah. <laughs> feel from from Mike. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I I sent him a little care package <laughs> ahead of time just to with with some pencils in it. Um I included a few like various like Palomino products and some other things but yeah I, th- I think he i think it's the sharpening i think he likes a really sharp point and pencils just don't sustain one so or he probably because i know he he tends tends on the the broader side like maybe like a uh or i know that varies but i think historically he's been more like a medium or yeah broad person so maybe it's more that he just likes a consistent point and doesn't like that it that makes sense varies like I could, I could see that, but uh, I'm really excited about going. And there now, there are a lot of people uh, that are going to be there. Of course, Aunt, uh, they they announced that Anna's going to be there, and uh, I know, yeah, they're they got enough extra in the in the funding to to fly Anna in as a their co-host. That is awesome. But I know, uh, I know Doug from Gentleman Stationer is going to be there. I was just talking to Dan Bishop on the phone, and he's going to be there from Karis Customs. Yeah, and my, uh, yeah, Dudek's going to be there. I think um, John and Jay need to have a booth there with their pencil, with bullet pencil. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. That'd yeah. be awesome. And so, and, and Jeff from the ST, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, for hmm. sure. That'd be a long trip for him, but yeah. Uh, so I am so so excited to go and it seems like there's just going to be a huge number of people there and my uncle or really my my wife's uncle my uncle-in-law or whatever you want to call it lives lives in atlanta and he is uh kind of one of my only close by uh pen pencil and like fellow enthusiast (laughs) so so i'm gonna go down and stay with him and he's gonna go with and it's gonna be a a lot of fun so if anybody who's listening is gonna go uh get in touch because i'd love to Love to meet you. I'm um, so jealous. And love to love love to hang out. So, and I think if enough of us uh, talk about it and make Andy jealous, maybe he'll come too. So, <laughs> if if it was like a little later in the year, I, I think I could swing it. But yeah, no, it's a it's a big plane ticket. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, need to, I need to figure out some justification for work to pay for it. That's what I need. I need. To there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. figured out quite how to do that, but. <laughs> There you go. We'll work on that together. We'll 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 workshop that and <laughs> find something. How about you, Johnny? Are you are you thinking about it? Uh I'm thinking about it. It's it's right after my daughter's birthday. Yeah. So depends when we celebrate it. You and, uh, it with me. you and Cody should should catch the train down. That's true. We can bring the right pads, dudes. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, why aren't they or, presenting at that or having a booth? I don't know. Maybe they maybe they are. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. We'll have to ask Chris. That could be fun. Bring the Baltimore contingent. Okay, let's get into our, our main topic for the week. We're going to be talking about uh, large format books, and this is going to complete our series on paper. And uh, we're going to talk about both notebooks and notepads. Uh, we started small, and we're going to stop just short of those huge, ridiculous, motivational speaker pads that they use. You know, um, 
I guess we won't get to stuff that big. Which do you know how expensive those things are? Ooh, they're expensive. That? They are so expensive. I know. I mean, it is ridiculous. I, like I see like these teacher videos, like instructional videos, and their teachers using them, and then I'm like, oh, that would be handy. And then I go and look them up, and they're like, it's like fifty dollars for three of them or something stupid like that. I mean, yeah. it's ridiculous. So we're not going to go that big because, you know, blogging money. <laughs> but, we're going to start a Kickstarter. Just yeah. to buy us some giant notepads. <laughs> what about that? Yeah. 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 They're super practical. We're going to get a big leather case for them. Like, <laughs> or Cordura for Johnny. But, yeah. So this you is. Remembered. This, yeah. <laughs> this is a. This is a notebook topic that I'm super excited about because this is one that I don't have a ton of experience in but I'm very intrigued by it like I like I like the large size notebooks kind of the old school notebooks and it it goes back to as many things do John Steinbeck uh, for me but <laughs> when he would <laughs> I remember reading that a long time ago that when he would write of course he'd write in pencil which we covered that before but he would write in huge like ledger books hmm and he had this real tiny handwriting and he would just kind of disregard the margins and would just write and just fill them up because, of course, his hyper-romanticized version of it was that he was so poor that he had to use every inch of the paper that he <laughs> could possibly. It's I feel like it's a, a, a poor writer's version of that. I had to walk 15 miles <laughs> through the snow to get to work. Barefoot. To get to, get to school. <laughs> yeah, barefoot. Couldn't afford pants. <laughs> um, I was naked at 1230. <laughs> yeah. I didn't own a pair of pants till I was 15 years old. Um, so I feel like it was a little bit of an exaggeration, but he used these big notebooks, and I thought that, like, you know, I, I, that just makes me really excited to talk about these. I drove through uh, Sal- Salinas. Salinas? Salinas, oh, where cool. John Steinbeck kind of landed when he got out to the California Valley. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool. I uh, did not stop at the John Steinbeck Museum, partially yeah, because heard- my my wife has a burning hatred for John Steinbeck. Really? Uh, well, mostly the grapes of wrath. She she calls it the grapes of her wrath, <laughs> the grapes of my wrath. Just, she she does not care for that book. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. We'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I I, uh, I I don't know. I don't know much about the large format books. I I've always preferred to keep something kind of like A five size and smaller. Um, mm-hmm. I've had I guess I've had a few of them over the years, but I. I think they were mostly like those, you know, those cloth-covered notebooks that one can buy for $3 at, like, Walden Books or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember those? Yeah. Um, and I've, I've never – they've always just been too big and bulky to fill up. Yeah. yeah. I thought they were really crappy. Yeah. That, that, that too. <laughs> I, really <laughs> that hate, yeah. I really hate notebooks that have, like – it looks like there's, like, a really thick line in it. It looks like somebody just ran it through a printer. To make mm-hmm. the lines, right, yeah. really big. Yeah, but um, I know Tim, you uh, you are using a large format book that came your way. Yeah, yeah, I can start us out. I I've got there a few come to mind pretty much immediately, and I think the reason I I like these big size notebooks or I like using these big size notebooks is that I like them more for long form writing. So, uh, with the uh, with the like small books. I, I do this thing when I'm working on something that I'm uh, I'm writing that I end up wanting whatever I'm writing to fit the notebook I'm in. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, like they, there's an old saying about William Carlos Williams that he you know he was a doctor and so he wrote 
he would write poems on prescription pads, like in between patients. <laughs> and so therefore all of his poems are prescription pad sized, you know, like, so I think <laughs> there's some part of me that like makes whatever I'm writing fit that. So if I have a big format, I've got room to breathe and it can be big and I don't have to worry about that as much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> This is great. This, uh, this is our <laughs> this is our Google Doc moment of the week. Um, we got a <laughs> little yeah, got a little <laughs> Missy Elliott moment happening. I, yeah, Johnny, that was one of the highlights of my texting career when you texted that melody uh, using words. The burp, 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 That's really incredible. So, um, so. The one that I've I've used the most before, um, which is gosh, the Sailor Moon back to school book with a purple plastic spiral. Um, it's powder scented and not at all toxic. Wait, powder scented? Okay, <laughs> okay I'm getting back it on track. I was just can. reading what Johnny added to my yeah. Um, I didn't put that on there. The one that I've used the most is the Piccadilly, which I've talked about before. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the one I've used the most is the Piccadilly notebook, which isn't the like huge jumbo size. Uh, and this is, this is one that I actually, I found a couple years ago and I ended up buying like four or five of them cause I found them cheap online somewhere and ordered them in bulk. But Piccadilly has three sizes. They have small, medium and large. The small is like the three and a half by five and a half. The medium is the traditional, like what you think of as like a moleskin size five by eight, something like that. And the large one, the one that I really like, and it's, it's a, seven and a half by I think 10 or almost 10, something like that. It's kind of an odd shape. Hmm. Uh, it's some, somewhere close to B five apparently, but um, that's one that I, I really, really liked. And I, I bought a bunch of them in plain paper and Piccadilly's are really good value. Uh, the only problem is the paper can be a little inconsistent. Like sometimes, it, so like for pencil, sometimes it's really nice, and then sometimes it just has a little too much tooth, and it just chews up pencils. So you know, it just kind of depends. And those the ones I bought. To be fair to them, um, were probably like old stock. I know they've had like a new push, and they have tons of colors. I'll put it in the show notes, but they have three sizes, and uh, from what I can see on their site, they've got at least sixteen colors. Um, well, 17 counting black. So there are tons of options. And so they might have upgraded since then, but who knows? Uh, the new one that uh, Andy was referencing is that I actually got in the mail from the wonderful people at, uh, I'm going to give it a shot, Leuchtturm or something like that. I think Leuchtturm, that works. yeah. Something like that. Leuchtturm 1917. Um, they make a notebook called the Master Classic, and so they make a lot of the same style notebooks, the Moleskin style. Uh, they have one called the Master Classic, which is huge. They just talked um, about it a couple weeks ago on uh, the Pen Addict. Oh, did they really? Yeah, I have, I'm a, a few episodes behind, so I, I, miss, I missed out on that. Um, what, what did they say about it? Um, I think what was happening was um, they were talking a little bit about uh, like notebook setups, like how many notebooks people carry around, how many active notebooks do you have at a time? And there was, yeah, somebody, I think it was the episode after, um, some people sent in their feedback and, uh, Brad read a few of them on the air. And I, I believe that the master notebook was, was mentioned in that episode. So, um, just a big old notebook that a woman kept on her desk. 
and gotcha. yeah, filled stuff in on it. So yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I reached out to them just to ask ask about them, ask if they had one that I could try, and they were extremely extremely nice and receptive, and sent me one right away. Um, FedEx came straight from uh, straight from Germany, which mm-hmm. was really awesome. Wow, uh, I got a I got a lined uh, lined version and black cover. And they are they are just huge, uh, but it's I'm really excited about it. They have 233 numbered pages, which is a cool Ooh. feature. They they number the pages, um, and it's li- I got lined, but it also has a little bit of a a margin. And then at the top there is like an area to date and title. They also come with uh, archival stickers hmm. to put on the front and on the spine, so you can label them uh, for whatever. That's really you know, cool. If you if you're saving, which is a really neat feature, the the size. Um, of course, they're European, so they're doing these goofball sizes. Um, no, just kidding. They're using the sizes that make sense that we should be using, mm-hmm. but I don't understand because I went to American public schools. Uh, 225 by 315 mil- millimeters, um, which translates to uh, a whole lot bigger, as <laughs> my translation of it, uh, than a uh, America, like a field notes. Uh, yeah, America. I've got. <laughs> If you go to my Instagram feed, I have a picture of the notebook with a field notes kind of flush to the bottom corner, and you can see how much bigger than a field notes is. And it also has like a couple pens on top of it, so you can see uh, how big how big it is. So they're really great, and the paper is a hundred a hundred gram, really nice paper. I love it already, uh, and I can't wait to use this thing. I just I feel I'm still at the point that it's new enough that I feel a little ridiculous when I use it. <laughs> I kind of feel like. Uh, I, I tweeted a picture and got uh, you know some responses. I think Mike Hurley responded, and then I sent back that I when I use it, I feel like a 1920s bookkeeper. Like when I <laughs> open it up in front of me, like I should have like a one of those green see-through visors on, like with a big lamp over top, and be like doing the accounting work for some business. But you need one of those. Um, it's a, those bands that keep your shirt sleeves up too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've got some of those around here somewhere. I actually, yeah, I have some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, so I'm a I'm a huge fan already. I'm just digging into it. I'm going to post a review fairly soon, but I just want to give myself a little time to actually use it. Uh, but it is amazingly big. <laughs> um, it's thick. I mean, it's it's an inch. It's got to be an inch thick. Um, and they also have one called the Slim, the Master Slim, hmm. um, which is they say 33 percent lighter than the classic, and I, it's got. Instead of 233 pages, uh, it it has, uh, I think, I want to say like 150. I'm trying to trying to find it now, but it's 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 smaller, so that's that's a good option for you. It's the same size, but not the same. Uh, it's 121 pages, but it's the same dimensions, but it's just thinner. So that should be your rapper name, Master Slim. Master <laughs> Slim. Yeah, no, that one wouldn't fit me. You haven't seen me in person, so <laughs> <laughs> definitely not slim. But all that beer, I think that's all I have to say about that one. All that, but, all, uh, all that the only other one, marshmallow vodka. All that marshmallow vodka. <laughs> yeah, it's just getting going to my gut. <laughs> marshmallow vodka gut. Yeah, <laughs> and it is a real thing, which is scary. Oh God, really? Um, yeah, I saw it at a liquor store. It's like a toasted marshmallow flavored vodka. It's oh. so I'll, ma- I'll mail <laughs> you some. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Yeah. Uh, and the last one I was going to bring up is the Moleskin Folio, which I actually haven't tried. Um, 
but I know it's about the same size and it compares to the Master Classic. So um, there, it's it's a it's an oversized, not as thick, but I've heard heard pretty good things. I think actually uh, Harry Marks, uh, I, I believe from I remember, I think I remember this right from a cramped post that that's what he writes in to use for uh, writing fiction. So I think similar use to what I like about the Master Master Classic. It's a big, wide format, gives you lots of space, and um, yeah, not as not, uh, of course there wouldn't be as nice a paper in there but uh, it's worth worth checking out if you're a Moleskine fan want to try something new because sometimes changing the format of the notebook you're using can really affect what you're putting out there like what you're writing or what you, well, the way your thought process works just to have different paper in front of you so it's it's I'd say for anybody it's it's worth a shot it's a different uh paper stock than the folio editions some sort of um FSC certified thing oh really hmm. yeah is that we used to I don't know. We used them for scrapbooks when our kids were when our kids were on the way. Um, the sketchbook and ink just would not dry. I mean, like oh, the sketchbook is. I, I've seen the sketchbook and the paper's even thicker on the sketchbook. Yeah, the oh. gel pen literally would take a week to dry. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. And it was a little too rough for microns. Huh. So, mm. but this very pretty book. Probably yeah. seven eleven with that book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Andy, uh, were there any that come to mind for you? Um, so I, I actually, I was trying to think about my favorite large format notebooks and my favorite notepads, and I have to admit, I just don't have enough experience with large format notebooks. Um, I, I use two different um, notepads pretty regularly, and, and I actually, I was thinking about it, I probably use more uh, notepads than any other format of paper, which kind of surprised me a little bit, but I... Uh, it's definitely between a pocket notebook and a notepad um, just because I write a lot of like notes on a notepad and then I tear them off and like put them somewhere. Um, so the one that I just always, always kind of go on about right here uh, on this podcast is the Ampad gold fiber retro notepad. Um, mm-hmm. That's, Oh man, it's so beautiful. It has like this, this really nice like cream colored paper. Um, I use both the little one, like the, Oh, like five by seven ish size. Um, what's cool about that is it is lined on one side and graph on the other side. Um, mm. And yeah, it's pretty nice. It, it's a it's a little bit toothy of a paper, so um, I don't want to use anything that's too soft on it because it just like just just wipes that that graphite away. Um, but generally, it's pretty nice, and it has like this press board cover that's really pretty and really like it's thick but not too thick. It's not as thick as like the Field Notes steno pad, but it's thicker than like a Field Notes um, pocket notebook. So I love that they they sell them at Staples. They're not cheap, but they're not expensive. Um, I think it's like four or five dollars for the little one, and um, seven dollars for the big eight and a half by eleven size. But they're all perforated, so you can tear them off and do whatever you want with them. And it has that really nice copper um, spiral bound. Uh, it's really nice. Um, and then my other one is one of the first, the notepads I use, that's one of the first, uh, nice paper that I've ever really paid attention to. And that's Rhodia. Um, just the classic orange Rhodia notepads, um, are super great. Um, the, the large one, I think it's the 18 is the eight and a half by 11 ish size. Is that correct? It's the 19. Well, the, (laughs) okay. The 19 is, 
It's like 12 and a half is, by 8 and a half. Yeah. There's also the 18, though, which is uh, 8 and a half by 11 and 3 fourths. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Er, yeah, 8, 8.25 by 11.75. Yeah. Um, those are both. I I use the, I think I have the 18. I think maybe I haven't been able to pick up a 19, but I think I will. Uh, between that one and the uh, 16 size, which is 6 by 8 and a quarter, um, and then I, I have the eight around a lot, which is that like reporter si- style one. Um, that's three inches wide by eight and a quarter inches tall. So it's like really tall and skinny and fits really well, well in your hand. Um, those are the ones I use with pretty, pretty good regularity. Um, I don't know, man. It's just something about that Rodia, um, super smooth paper, which sometimes can be a little slick for, um, for some graphite, but most of the pencils I use are really nice on it. So yeah, I Rodia is kind of my my first love of nice nice paper. Um, I actually use a um, I I guess it's in more of a notebook format, but it's spiral bound and you can tear off the paper. So I would count it toward a notepad is um, the uh, Robon, which maybe we've talked about before. Um, I've been using that a lot. It's really nice. It has yellow paper and it's graph. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, Robon. It's it's funny because it's. Um, has a German name and it has kind of like this German like style about it, but it's totally Japanese. And <laughs> you can use the Le Pen with it. Yeah, yeah. The other day I was joking <laughs> because I, I used a Le Pen, uh, which is like a thin felt tip, kind of like a I don't know what would you call it, Johnny? Like a like a felt tip pen. Yeah. Oh, what do you What do you call those? I don't know. Fiber fibrous point or something. Yeah. Do you know Tim? I don't. Actually, yeah, ooh. yeah. The the Le Pen. I, I was using one one of those with it, and I was like, I'm using a uh, a Japanese fake French pen with this Japanese fake German notebook <laughs> here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah, yay globalism! Yay! <laughs> I had a fresh strawberry yesterday, and I saluted globalism. <laughs> <laughs> hey, strawberries are growing out here in the in the California. <laughs> <laughs> Pshaw, I say to you. Pshaw. Nothing's going here but snow piles. So, now that we have a we have a resident uh, Californian, uh, I have to. <laughs> did you? And uh, did either of you watch the SNL forty? <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here? It's, it's funny because the, the new the return of the Californians. Yeah. So I spent the uh, I spent the weekend in uh, Chino, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. And uh, it was at a friend's family's uh, birthday party, and uh, some relatives were showing up, and they were like, "Man, the traffic on the on the two ten was backed up." So I went through the five and crossed over, and I'm just like, "Oh man, it is just like the Californians." <laughs> it's true. It's, it's that's what I was going to ask you. So, as as our resident expert, is that what it's actually like? Because that's what I assume that everybody's like that out there. I, I, I would I would assume that. I think yeah, that's, pretty much yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, okay. Northern California is a little bit different than Southern California, but uh, there's definitely a like. <laughs> There's definitely like a native California accent, which is very similar to, I feel like what they, how they talk. <laughs> but har- I feel like hardly anybody around here is from here, at least yeah. in my, in my encountering of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well. What are you doing here? <laughs> T- Taylor Swift's uh, California accent was pretty good. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I liked I liked Bradley Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> I was not expecting the uh, Betty White makeout session at the end. <laughs> that was that was unexpected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to get to get back spoilers, on topic, Johnny. Yeah. To get, <laughs> to get to get back on topic while we're still talking about Rodia, um, I was going to mention 
that I don't know if either of you have seen these, but the the web notebook, uh, just like the A5 size, like they're yeah, they that it comes in a landscape version. I've seen them. I have not used them. Yeah, so it's awesome. that basically. Yeah, I think I might like to try that sometime because that's like basically turns it into the width of a legal pad or some sort of like large format, except that the pages are just short, which is really cool. So yeah, I might try that out sometime. That's cool. Yeah, those are neat. They have those at the Mito store. Oh, nice. So if uh, if you can't track one down, let me know, and next time I'm I'm up there, I'll get you one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure I'll, I'll I'll hunt around on the on the interweb. If not, I'll I'll, I'll let you know. Cool. So, Johnny, what about uh, some of your favorite large format notebooks and or notepads? Um, well, I picked three. I picked a notebook, a journal, and a notepad. So, for notebooks, obviously, being from Baltimore, I have to go with Write Notepads and Co., whose large notebooks, I guess about A5, eight, five and a half by eight and a half. Um, you know, I kind of go on about this company a lot because I really like the folks that run it and I really like their products, but... If you're looking for an A5 size spiral notebook that also has a gigantic rubber band that you can do rotten things with, <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely check these out. That's, also, they're doing some cool um, custom covers. They started with a Baltimore one, and they've done a few um, in Annapolis and Washington. I think they're doing some New York, so it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I will shut up because I could go on and on about those. <laughs> But uh, for large journals, I really like the paper blank stuff. They make some really big, like nine by twelve notebooks. They're not cheap; they're like thirty-five bucks. But they have a lot of paper, and they're really nicely made. Those are the I, paper blanks are the ones that like look like fancy books, right? Yeah, I have a couple that. Um, I guess they're fake leather, but they're just paper, and they're they, they're surprisingly durable for how you know fragile they look. Um, they have those cool magnetic closures. I used one for National Novel Writing Month, and maybe I got a quarter of the way into it at 50,000 words because they hold a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And they have, you know, correspondingly huge pocket in the back that you could probably put like four field notes in for serious. I'm going to try that. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, they're, re- they're really cool. The paper is really nice for ink, which they, Designed it to be not that I tried anything besides a gel pen in it, but for pencils, the paper is really great. It's one of the few pe- papers that I found that you can use something like a Wopex and also a Blackwing, and neither of them smear very much or get worn down very much. Hmm. So they're really cool. Um, and for notepads, I'm going to have to go with the Rodeo Block number 19 in yellow with lines, which is very specific, but the yellow. such a great book. Yeah. What what color are the rules in the yellow notebook? Are they um, still purple? Yeah, they're still purple. That's cool. But they don't they don't show up as darkly. Yeah. If that makes any sense? Yeah. They're so it's so nice. Yeah. I sort of have one and I really budget it. Like, well, I really like this person, so they're getting some from this notepad. <laughs> yeah, I really like the um like I, I didn't think I would like the non-white paper as much um, until I until I got that gold fiber ampad, which has like a really nice kind of creamy paper, and I just realized like how much nicer it is on the eyes. Oh, did you guys get the eightieth um, anniversary Rodia? It has creamy paper in it. No, no. They're on sale at Notegeist, really? which is not an advertisement, but they're really awesome. You should totally go get one. They, plus, they come with a really cool round Rodia pencil. Okay, check that out. 
I, yeah, I don't the know. paper inside I, is insane. It's so pretty. I wasn't a big fan of the like um of the diamond cut on the cover of those that anniversary notebook. Oh yeah, the outside's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> the paper is really nice. Yeah. Just gotta... the, the design looks better on the pencil somehow. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, it's a pencil. It's a pencil, yeah. Yeah. Everything is better <laughs> on a pencil. Yeah. Well, they're down from to seven fifty from ten dollars. Yeah. Plus, Gary's got that ridiculously cheap shipping that's going to be the enemy. <laughs> like, hey, two, $3, two days at your door. <laughs> oh, man, he's selling. You can buy um, You can buy America the Beautiful um, singles for $3. What? Uh, I'm sorry, $13. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> I was about to, I was like frantically yeah. typing. What? <laughs> I'll get them all! <laughs> I did just, I did just see that he, we were talking about him, he does have a sale on Ticonderoga. So, if oh, anybody nice. wants to check Yeah, those that are out. news, man. Those are really nice. Yeah. yeah. Not, not very easy to get. Hmm. Well, I think that, that about does it, right? With our, anybody have anything else you want to say about the large format notebooks? I don't know. Yeah, I'm... I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you talking about? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> I, was, I was excited to talk about this, so I, I'm glad I've got some new ones to, new ones to try out and think yeah. about because, you know, in some point, maybe 10 years from now, I'll actually fill up the ones that I actually have. So... Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll once see. you get started, once you get to the halfway point, boom, there goes the book. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess if anybody listening has a, a large format notebook that you really like, we'd love to hear about it. So you can uh, either leave it as a comment uh, on the show notes, which are found at raceable.us slash 24. You can leave it as a comment there, or, or you can get in touch with us uh, at our uh, website, which is raceable.us, our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. Uh, also, if you haven't liked us yet on the Facebook page, uh, which is separate than the group. It's uh, our kind of official page for sending out information uh, occasionally is uh, go to facebook.com slash erasable podcast. Um, and we're also on Twitter at erasable podcast. So there are so many ways to get in touch with us. You don't, you do not have an excuse for not getting in touch with us. <laughs> um, uh, I am Tim Wassum. You can find me online at Tim Wassum and at, Writing Arsenal on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram at the Writing Arsenal, and uh, I write sometimes at uh, thewritingarsenal.com. Uh, Andy, where can people find you online? Um, I am on Twitter at a Wellfley, a w e l f as in Frank l e, uh, or at Woodclinched, and you can find uh, my writing, which is woefully unupdated. Uh, I need to have, get something up there pretty soon uh, at woodclinched.com. How about you, Johnny? I am at Pensolution uh, and on the Twitters, on the Instagrams. I am Johnny Gamber, one word. And you can find me on the internet at PencilRevolution.com. All right. If you haven't yet, uh, if you could go to iTunes and rate and review us, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, that helps us become more visible to people who are searching for things related to our podcast that uh, keywords might help. Uh, lead them to listening to this show. You can also, if you use Overcast, you can recommend us uh, or rate and review us on Stitcher, whatever it is that you use to listen to podcasts. We'd really appreciate, uh, really appreciate that. It helps us a whole lot. And uh, hopefully, you know, down the road, we're looking into some other 
uh, projects we want to work on, things you want to do uh, for our listeners, kind of things we're excited about. And so uh, more visibility will, will only uh, help us in that. So we really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 24 of the Erasable Podcast. Uh, and until next time, take care. Thank <laughs> you.